three, two, one. Welcome to The Peaceful Truth, the podcast where we talk about everything from women empowerment, feminism, and everything in between. You are joined by your two co-hosts, Kenzie Meekbeckins. Megan Hohart. Yay! Megan! We're Hello. recording two in a row again because we're so busy and crazy. I know. Crazy girls this season. <laughs> but today I wanted to talk about, because we kind of actually preemptively recorded a pre-recording to this where we talked about a record number of women running in mm-hmm. the Congress. And um, now it's a record of women who will serve in the Congress. So we kind of kicked ass. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's been the reason why we're recording this a little bit after the election is because we've kind of been uh, out and about and recorded several back to back. So that's why we're a little late <laughs> on this one but hey it's not late because they start in 2019 um so megan around 100 women won seats um the previous year was 84 and that's just in the house and this is according to a record number of women will serve in congress an article by danielle kurtzblen and that's um in npr and at least 121 women will serve and that is up from the current 107. So that's pretty good overall. It will also feature the first Native American women, that's plural, uh, the first Muslim women, that's plural, and the youngest woman ever elected to Congress and the youngest person elected to Congress, I think. Someone can correct me. So who is, how old is the youngest woman? 29. She's my age. Mm-hmm. You oh run in Congress. God. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I can barely keep my own life in order. I know, me too. But, like, keeping this all in perspective, women only still, after all of this, account for about 23% of Congress, and, like, gender is 50-50, so just to keep it in mind, <laughs> we still got a lot to go. But, yeah, so I wanted to profile the different women that I just referred to, like the women who made kind of first big steps. Um, did you have anything you were kind of commenting on? Because I haven't seen you talk to you since the election. It's been a long time. Um, I think that one of my favorite parts of the India trip is we were on like, the only time I was scared for my life is being on these huge buses and we would be going down mountains and we would you would look over the side of the cliff and it would just be straight down and you would have like half an inch between the end of the cliff and like your tire and so it was literally the most terrifying ride of my life and so i'd have to close my eyes and just breathe the whole time or else i would never get on a bus and so while we were on one of these bus rides is when we were finding out the results of the election and everybody Everybody else was, like, nervous about the bus ride, but, like, not as much as me. Like, they could keep their eyes open. Um, And Rob and Melissa, who have been on these buses for, like, you know, thousands of times, yeah, they're scared, but they're just like, whatever, everything's going to be fine. And so Rob pulls out his phone and is, like, reading off all of the stats about, like, you know, the blue wave or whatever and how many women got elected. And I just remember, like, closing my eyes, just, like, keeping my eyes, like, so we shut so I wouldn't see what we were about to run into and just be like, yes! 
like so excited. <laughs> Yay, ladies! He had all like the numbers and everything, all of the final numbers that had come in and stuff. So, yeah, that was one of my favorite memories from India. That's so cool. That's mm-hmm. awesome. <laughs> what a way to find out election results. <laughs> um, so the first one that I'm highlighting is the different uh, Native American women. It's two women that were the first Native American women elected to Congress, which is a huge stride and which is awesome. I wish we were even further, though. But um, So this is an article in Time Magazine. It says, Democrats in Kansas and New Mexico become first Native American women elected to Congress. This article is by Katie Riley. So it's Sharice Davis, who is, was, who is a member of Wisconsin, Wisconsin's, and I'm sorry if I butcher any pronunciations, um, I'm just bad at it in general, but it's the Ho-Chunk, I believe, uh, nation tribe, which, and she defeated a four-term uh, Republican incumbent incumbent so um kevin yoder in kansas on tuesday and then later a democrat deb halland um a member of the laguna pueblo tribe running in new mexico uh also won her election um and this is like a huge deal because um and i feel like it's not talked about enough and native the struggle of like um racism against Native Americans is just not talked about nearly, nor is racism in general, but nearly enough. And they have faced a lot of significant barriers to voting, which I didn't know. I mean, did you know that? No. And they were only granted the right to vote in New Mexico in 1962. And she was one of the first people, and that was in 1962. So that's, like, insane. And it was the My last state. were alive in 1962. Right, and that was the last state to enfranchise Native Americans, and she won that state, which is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's almost 40 years after they were granted U.S. citizenship, which even more insane. Like, our parents were definitely alive for that, too. It's super depressing. The next one I wanted to talk about, and this is kind of more typical of what we talk about on our podcast, but the millennial uh, congresswoman, um, Alexandria... Um, I'm sorry if I butcher these pronunciations. Uh, she has a hyphenated last name, too. It's Ocasio-Cortez, I think. And she, and the BBC reported that she couldn't afford rent, according to Crystal Hayes. Um, she was, she's 29 years old, um, and until January, her job status, well, until her job starts, she won't be able to afford rent. So until... She's, like, serving in Congress. She can't afford rent. Um, she ran focused on the issues of poverty, immigration, and wealth inequality. Um, she was born in the Bronx to Puerto Rican parents. And then she was elected uh, to New York's 14th di- Congressional District. Um, and so she was. she's in the working class and considers herself a part of working class. And she worked in restaurants until early 2018. In restaurants, and she's now a congresswoman. Um, And it's all to supplement her salary as a community activist. She earned about $26,500 last year. Yeah. Insane. Rough. And another article said, um, 
Alexandria uh, Ocasio-Cortez's first day in Congress, she's treated as an intern and clothing is criticized, according to a USA Today article by Crystal Hayes. So another thing that women go through, which is highlighting it, she's treated as an intern and her clothing is criti criticized, you know, which, which is insane. Um, but... She tweeted out, people keep giving me directions to the spouse and intern events. Not only that, spouse and intern, <laughs> instead of the ones for members of Congress. And then Ed Scary, I think that's his last name. Oh, wait. I Did think he's he also the one that's pissed about Amazon coming to New York. I don't know, but Eddie Scary, that's a terrible name. A reporter at the Washington Examiner posted a photo of her backside, um, but it wasn't like a scandalous photo, but still. Respect women a little bit, um, saying that her clothing showed she wasn't struggling. But maybe oh people donate God. it, like, you know, maybe people don't, you don't know. Maybe her parents help her, like, you don't know. Um, the Hill staffer sent me this pic of Ocasio-Cortez they took just now. He wrote, he says, I'll tell you something, that jacket and coat don't look like a girl who struggles. And then it, the dic dictionary.com tweeted back at him apparently the definition of a girl versus a woman because he called her a girl and she's a congress <laughs> <laughs> congresswoman. <laughs> That's funny. So yeah, oh it shows that sexism is still real. If God, I hate it when men say it's not real. And then the last one I wanted to cover is the two Muslim uh, women who were the first uh, Muslim was women, plural, again, elected to Congress. Isn't that cool that, like, two of the first were, like, multiple? Um, so I, one of their names um, is Rashida uh, Talib. Um, I'm not sure. And then I'm very sorry, uh, Ilhan Omar. Um, and this is an article by CNBC. It's by Courtney Connolly. Um, and Talib, uh, and I'm sorry for butchering that. It's spelled T-L-A-I-B. Uh, she ran opposed after securing the Democratic nomination in August, won Michigan's 13th congressional district, and Omar faced Republican Jennifer, um, Zylinki? I don't know. Um, and she won in Minnesota's 5th Congressional District. So I just wanted to highlight, and I actually think I posted a picture of a lot of these women on our Instagram recently. Um, but yeah, so these are some of our Congresswomen. So exciting. Yay! Um, so what is your other good thing this week? We kind of recorded back to back, but <laughs> do you have another good thing? The Saturday after Thanksgiving, we're going to meet Des's family in Bellingham because Des can't cross the border yet because of his green card. So, um, he's not allowed to cross the border <laughs> until he gets a green card. So we're going to, um meet them in Bellingham. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, he's not legally staying here, is he, or what? No, he is 100% <laughs> authorized to be here. I was like, Megan, did you just sell out your fiancé on an online podcast? <laughs> no, um, it's just he's so far along in the process. Oh, okay. He, he, <laughs> like... he is 100% authorized to live and work here and be here. <laughs> 
He's just once um, yeah. you get so far along, then you have to wait until it the green card is done. Wait, do you guys have to be interviewed? No, no. To get married? No, because he's not yeah. getting a green card because of me. He's getting a green card um, because of work. So but it's he not can like, though stay now because of you. After we officially get married, yes, and then he would have to do more paperwork even after that. <laughs> That's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to a Euro trip, which is actually today. When the podcast oh, is what nice. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, we promise we'll be more in line, uh, coming up, but again, next week we are, uh, MIA one more week and then we'll be back to regular programming. <laughs> Awesome, and I can interview you about your trip after that. Okay, tune in. Stay tuned for the next episode. Awesome. <laughs> okay, awesome. All right. Hey, bye. Bye, guys. Bye.